When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, and welcome to Quantumly Nourished. I'm your host, Nicole Hartman, and this is the Couples Corner Edition. So, Jeff is with us today. Here I, here I am. You are. Yep. How's it going? <laughs> this is like our quiet time every week. Sometimes it is, yes. Yeah. It's like a herd of elephant upstairs, though, so it's okay. All right. Nonetheless, we would like to talk today about hmm, stopping the rat race and uh, almost like <clears throat> there is this societal expectation that we have to kind of keep up with the Joneses and yeah. whoever they are. I know it was a news column or it was like a comic at some point of like keeping up with somebody. And uh, we kind of stopped that. Yeah. And um, you lived this as a kid way more than I did. I did. Um, I, I played sports growing up and I did activities, but most of them were very seasonal. Mm. Um so I grew up golfing, but obviously there's downtime in the golf season <laughs> when you can't golf yeah. anymore. Same with baseball, played baseball during baseball season. Um, and that, that was really it. And so I did get breaks. You really did not. No, <laughs> from a I young didn't. Age, from a too. young age, from like young I age, swam yeah. year round. And then uh, when I started playing volleyball, that ended up being year round. Yeah. So, I mean, you would have off in the summer, but really, like as I reached – um, like high school age, it became more year round because summer was a preparation for high school. And then after, you know, high school volleyball, it was club volleyball. And so we traveled around a lot. And that was definitely something that we felt that we, we tried it with our kids, but then we kept having more children. And um, I think it kind of forced us to not do that. Yeah, I, I think uh, don't get the message misconstrued here. We're not saying that kids shouldn't do anything. Kids absolutely should be involved oh, yeah. in things. They can if they but want. I think that as a family, you need to stop every now and then and assess the situation yeah. and say, are we happy with the way things are right now? And some people, they might say yes, that they love getting home, trying to get something to eat quickly. They're out the door. And they're taking so one of their kids to his practice, another kid to this practice, and they got to go pick the other one up and then go pick the other one up. And some people might say, like, they love that. They love being busy. They don't like not having anything to do. That's their prerogative. For us, we looked at things and said, we need to slow it down a little bit because we were, we were hurrying around. We were not having a lot of valuable time. For me personally, I look at this and say that, these children that we have are not getting younger. No, no. And yeah. I don't want their childhood nor my adulthood spent with them in the house being spent running all over God's green earth. And yes, I love watching them do activities, whether it's I love 
watching them golf. I love watching them take mixed martial arts. I love watching Will play baseball in the summer. Like I love all of that. But the moment that it becomes so much that we feel like that's all we do, that's a problem for me. And I know it's a problem for you too, because we did kind of pump the brakes on some things. We did. It almost becomes like a chore. And at some point too, I I personally think like you, you have to watch out what is also best for the parents as well. Yeah. And because your, as the parent, your mental health and your physical health and your emotional health, they're all, they're all intertwined. That has to come into consideration too, because I don't know how many times, like it, I was in the grocery store the other day and I just saw a lady walking and she was sipping on her Starbucks and she just had like the most miserable looking face. <laughs> This most miserable looking expression on her face. And she had this little kid in tow, you know, and I just, I, I, I don't want to live like that. And I don't want our kids to ever see us like that. And so unfortunately there, there does have to be a line drawn and sometimes like you're forced into it. Mm -hmm. Like, like your body will eventually force you to rest. Yeah. And you won't like what that looks like, but like, like you have to take the whole family's physical, mental, emotional health into consideration. Like I know for us, there is no possible way that uh, our kids are playing a uh, travel sport and we are gone every weekend with five kids in tow. Well, we can't. We couldn't. That sounds that sounds horrendous. No, it doesn't. Because people that might say that that sounds horrendous are people that don't have five children. Yeah. Now, yeah. did we choose to have five children? Absolutely. We chose right. to have five children. But at the same time, we also realized that the the best thing for us, and again, this is just us, is to be willing to say no. Mm, and yeah. that's difficult for a lot of people. Because the expectation is, what are you involved in now? What's next right. for you? All? What are you going to be doing? And when you, it, it, I think family members is where you get that a lot of that pressure from. Mm-hmm. Is, can be. Yeah. And it's like, well, we're not going to do anything. So a lot of people that might be listening might say, well, what do you mean saying no? Like, give us an example. I'll give you something that happened with us. Uh, our oldest daughter was really into volleyball for a time, and she was considering playing for a private school. And there was a lot of stuff going on in the summer, practices, things like that, open gym type situations. And Will was playing baseball. Now, his baseball is not as structured as like a typical yeah. uh, baseball program yeah. or anything like that. It's not travel ball. No. It's just, no. what is it? Three, is it two days a week or three days a week? It's I can't two. Remember. Two. Two days a week. And we said- It's a long season though. It is a long season, believe it or not. And, I, and we said that, you know, our daughter wanted to do all this. And we said, you know what? In the summer, no. Yeah. Yeah, your you, brother we, has gone to watch you play volleyball oh my gosh, all fall, times. and you can go support him now. Yeah, and they were fine with it. Turns and out they are. They were fine with it, and they understood that, and they understood that. Okay, this is his time now, so we want to honor his time as much as he honored your time. And so th- there's there's times where I feel like it's it's appropriate to to have conversations with your kids, and it's appropriate for them to be able to say. Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. And if they do say that, you let's honor that. Because yeah. I think sometimes it's more the parents than it is the kid that wants to do all this stuff. Maybe they want them to get a scholarship. Yeah. Maybe they want them to be the next pro at whatever sport they're playing. 
And sometimes the kid, I think about you with volleyball, sometimes the kid doesn't want to do all that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I did up until a point. And then like once I was in college and playing, I just was, I grew extremely tired of it. And that's, that's also another, I think piece of this is that I, I was burnt out. Right. And so now I want absolutely nothing to do with the sport. Yeah. Yeah. So like I, I completely sewed those oats. I got all that I could from volleyball and then I'm, I shed that skin. Right. And I, I think that a lot of it comes down to communicating with your children yeah. and having conversations and saying, are you still happy doing this? Do you still want to play whatever sport now? It could be any activity. Right. So you know, we're now you're... currently in, enrolled in a year round activity. Yeah. And mixed martial arts has no season. You do it all year round. It can be three, well, four classes a week. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. And so, cause two on Saturdays. Two on Saturday, and yeah. so when you have that amount of time and the girls love it, we also have been very smart about telling the girls, if you ever want to take a break, that's fine. And over the holidays, we said, you don't have a choice. A we are yeah. taking a break. Now they were closed for the holidays, yeah. Yeah. but we had family in and we said, yeah. you know what? You're not going to go. Doing that. Perfect timing as our family has been experiencing symptoms and our body's been healing up and all that yeah. good stuff. And so it was good timing and they're all kind of on the mend and they're ready to go back and that's fine. I'm ready for them to go back yeah. if they like it. But you know, I, I think that it's just one of those situations where a lot of people out there just feel like what you said earlier, that it's what they have to do. That's what they should be doing when I don't necessarily feel that. No, I don't. And I think of anything like it kind of speaks to us because I think we, we tend to not, uh, we tend to go in the other direction that most people are going. <laughs> we do. We tend to do yeah. opposite things and we live a very different life. And I do have to say that this year, it had been building for a couple of years, but this year is the first year where I, I have really felt like almost a sense of wanting to hibernate through winter. And it's completely not rational of a, a rational thought, but I've been really protective of our time especially at night. Yeah. But unfortunately we do have to go places at night sometimes. And then, you know, right. we take those precautions. We wear, you know, like different glasses and stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it is, it is interesting because when you first are, you know, choosing to say no it is difficult. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it is. is because the, you have people like, I hate to say that it's almost like a judgment of, well, why aren't you busy? Or yeah. why aren't your kids involved in every activity year round? And it's like, at some point, you just kind of decide to say, I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> what do you value is a question. Right. What do you value? We, we value Time. eating together as a yeah. family every night. Like that, that is, is something that value. we value. Yeah. No, I some people don't value that yeah. as much as others. And that's okay. Like there, there's nothing wrong. This is not us telling you what you should or shouldn't do. Yeah. It's maybe if you're ever thinking about it, it comes sometimes it's worthy to have that discussion. It's worthy to talk about it. And I can say that you live the, the, the life of busy, busy, busy. Yeah. I live the life of it's not baseball season. You are in the off season. And I can say that I didn't love the game any less. Mm. It didn't love me back any less, meaning I wasn't, worse because I didn't play year round or anything right. like that. I was still a pretty decent player and I still had got a lot of great experiences from the game. 
but I didn't have to do it year round. And I remember as a kid, I enjoyed that off season. Did you? I did. I very much did, especially when, when baseball would end around Memorial day, you still had a lot of your summer left. And you know this because you know, me and my, my upbringing, I played a lot. Oh yeah. You like, did so I did still go yeah. outside. I was outside. I was that kid that just loved to play whatever you're playing. Let's play kick the can. Sure. Made flashlight tag in the middle of the night. Yes, let's do it. You know, that's the stuff that we did. And yeah. if I didn't have an off season, I know that I wouldn't have been able to have those opportunities as much. That's, I feel like that's a very fair um, recap or a very fair, not recap. <laughs> recap I didn't, of your I didn't life. think of recap. <laughs> it's a very fair, like, look at to like the reality of the situation. Yeah. And some kids could do things all of the time and never grow tired of it. I think it's the important, like you've said before, like it is the important, there is an important conversation piece to it. And I think as adults, sometimes we have to be the protectors of their time. You mean we have to be the adult? We do have <laughs> to be the adult sometimes. Yeah. Because I do think about like you, you still, I, I mean, gosh, Jeff, you played, um, you continue to play softball mm -hmm. well after, or like into well into adulthood. Yes. You uh, still golf regularly. Yes. You enjoy just, playing things mm -hmm. and um obviously you still work out a ton yep and uh like there's something to be said for that because burnout is real i mean this could be true for anything it doesn't have to just be sports i feel like that's what we focus on because both of us were deep into sports but i mean it could be like music of some sort it could be you know acting theater like that kind of stuff like we do need breaks yeah i i think that the People always say like the kids today, and they love to say that. They've oh, always loved to say that. Statement. Kids today, they, they're always occupied. And yeah. it's because they're always occupied. So if you complain, planned. if you complain about your kids not yeah. knowing what to do with free time, yeah, you have to be able to give them free time, free time for them to experience what that is like. And when you think about it in that respect, it's it's pretty simple. I mean, so many kids, they go to school. They go when they go into the school building, they are told where to go, when to go, and they're told yeah. when they can go to the bathroom and when they can eat and all that good stuff. And so then after that, they go home and it's really quick. You got to get ready and you got to get out the door yeah. and you're going to go to another organized, planned activity, yeah. whether it's youth group, whether it's some type of theater practice, whether it's a sports practice, they're going to tell you what to do and when to do. Then you're going to go home. You got to finish your homework and you got to go to bed. So you're not being told what to do. Where exactly is the autonomy in the day and where exactly is the free time? Well, it's non-existent. Right. right. So people want to complain about the kids and right. they don't know what to do with their free time or they're always on their phone because they, they that's the only free time that they get is like in between activities. And so they then have found that their free time consists only in this little device. Right. And if you want to get technical about it, it's that dopamine. Right. They're searching for something. They yes. want something. And it just turns out that, you know, like their phone gives what they need, what they're searching for. They're looking for that social interaction. They're looking for blue light or they're looking for something that is stimulating to them. And it's just in a, in a different way. I mean, you could look at it as being a positive or a negative. I mean, you know, you can swing anything into what you want. But at the end of the day, you do have to question the absence of free time and its impact later into um later into adulthood yeah. because I do know that uh, I mean, I guess you could probably go back to when we were kids, you know, like 
30 years ago or more, you could go back 40, 50 years ago, and you still had like those tween, tween ager type things and into like 13, 14 of kids who still spent a significant amount of time in imaginary, imaginative play. Right. And there are studies to show that kids who get to spend more time in imaginative play later into their childhood, into that those prepubescent pubescent years, tend to be more creative. Yeah. And I, I just can't, I, ju I just, I, I feel bad. You know, I'd hate to say kids these days, but, and in fact, actually feel really bad for them because they should be creative. Well, what is our, what is our favorite response to our children when they say to us, I'm bored? Okay, good. Uh, yeah, I say good. Have fun, figure, <laughs> figure it out. And sometimes I'll give them something to do. You know, sometimes that they just want to be invited into whatever you're doing. Right. Um, or given like a difficult task to complete. But um, ultimately, you know, like one of our daughters is more prone to saying I'm bored and mm -hmm. she's sitting right beside us. Yes. And uh, oftentimes <laughs> when we say that, then you will find her like 10 minutes later, she'll be outside and she has built something. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. being able to have a self-driven imagination. And I can recall when I was a kid, uh, I would get sent to my room probably for being a rambunctious little boy and it would not be a punishment. Yeah, I would have you find yourself things playing. in my room. It would be little pieces of cloth, a bandana. Next thing you know, here I am in my room. I'm a bandit or I'm a ninja or something like that. And it's, it's that imagination that I remember my mom, she still talks about it. She goes, yeah, we, we knew that wasn't a punishment, but we knew we you'd stay in there. We knew you would stay yeah. in the room. And so I think that a lot of parents, they always feel the need to entertain or to keep them busy when I don't think it's really serving their kids. No, it's not. Like it is okay to, to be bored. It is okay to not be constantly entertained. Like it is okay. Like, like think about this. So if as a kid, you know, I can remember doing this. It's like, you're thinking, okay, bottom of the ninth, Jeff's up to bat, mm -hmm. you know, like that kind of imaginative play, yeah. that self-talk, you are entertaining yourself as opposed to now I am structured play with a team. And um, right. where is my imagination other than work? to get better at something at the age of like 10. There's nothing funny. <laughs> There's nothing funnier than this still happens. Cause I, I lived it with PE and you might've known it too. So we had a basketball hoop in our backyard as our neighbor's yard, but mm -hmm. we would go out and shoot all the time. And so sometimes I'd be out there by myself. Oh my gosh, three seconds left <laughs> game on the line. Jeff shoots and you would miss it, <laughs> but he's fouled. Oh my gosh. He gets <laughs> <laughs> you turned it into so a then you missed the foul shot. Like, oh my gosh, the coach just got a technical. He gets another shot. <laughs> How many excuses could you come up with? <laughs> the worst was golf. You could never think of a reason why you missed the shot. Like, you, <laughs> Jeff needs this for the Shame for the it. Masters tournament, and he misses it. Oh my gosh, if someone ran onto the golf course, he gets to redo it. No, that wouldn't even happen in the game. Of that golf. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. No, it is fun. That's funny. Yeah, I just think that you know. I hate to blame technology, but at the same time, it yeah, it's become a filler it's become of time. A filler of time, and as adults, we do it too. Yep. You know, Absolutely. like it's a mindless activity. Let's say at the end of the day, when in fact, like I hate to tell people what to spend with their time and 
or what to do with their time and what is deemed, um, you know, a waste of time and what isn't a waste of time. But at the same time, there's other things to do than right. to just fill it with empty. Yeah. Nothing. Not, not to say that you always have to be productive, but at the same time, yeah, yeah I guess yeah. it is what it is though. You Absolutely. know, like you, you can't, you can't speak for other people, but at the same time, we do have to have to kind of come back to where we started. We do have to have our children's best interest in mind. Yes. And unfortunately, like if you have more than one child, that's kind of difficult. It is. But and... uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you just do you do the best that you can. You know, we're all doing the best that we can. And I guess for me, I just try to go to bed at night without feeling like I totally screwed that day up. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> someone's got to be the adult. I mean, and that's I'm not yeah. talking to you like 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 it's me. No, it's not that at all. But we we oftentimes will will say like, oh, you know, the kids, you know, someone's got to be the adult. That sometimes it says like, okay, we need to slow down. Yeah, we can't do this forever. Like this is not healthy, and it's not good for the kid, or or it's not good for us as a family unit. So I think sometimes you have to be the adult and you got to make tough decisions, and that comes with the territory. And so. Yeah. yeah, because ultimately your job is you are helping them to learn to navigate life in a way that isn't like uber stressful to them. Right. We, we are going to encounter stress and we are going to encounter times of uncomfortable and like downright devastation. But at the same time, learning to be protective of your time, learning to be protective of like your mental health, that goes a long way. Yeah, no, it, it absolutely does. Yeah. And- you just say sometimes you got to jump off the uh, the the wheel, you know. You, you got to get get off the treadmill, the hamster wheel, the treadmill, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Sometimes you have to get off, and you have to let yourself rest, and you got to let yourself recover. And, and that doesn't that mean you don't need that too. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, we're here to be their parents, not to be their chauffeur. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? So yeah, and their money pit. Yes, endless amounts. We have endless amounts of money to spend. Anyway, <laughs> so no one with five kids ever. <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) so yeah, so thanks for listening and don't forget to go outside. Have a good day. See you next week.